I've done men's wardrobing and worked in high fashion for places like Gucci. I've sold BMWs and became the top salesperson at one of the largest dealerships in Los Angeles. I've sold non-traditional revenue for one of the most popular radio stations in LA and put together my first million dollar deal at the age of 24 with just an idea, no airtime or inventory. I was a sometimes working actress for a time, became SAG eligible with just a few lines and jumping into a pool for a Jack Daniels hardcore commercial. I also did my own stunt driving in a Saab commercial, which was a ton of fun. This all took place before the age of 30, where I landed in my current profession of talent acquisition. I was discovered by a longtime client and mentor in 2005. He asked me to come on board and run his boutique staffing agency. I have a passion for business and found that I was good at fitting pieces of a puzzle together with people and companies. It was a little like production where you find an amazing script, figure out who should play each part and how it should work. I landed my first in-house gig at a tech startup, which was my favorite client. Over the years, my sweet spot came to be at the intersection of tech and media with high growth startups. It's a thrill to continuously learn about new technologies and how to help solve challenges. People, teams, and culture are some of my obsessions. I've made mistakes along the way and grown a ton over the years. My experience honing my craft and learning to trust my instincts has made me who I am today. My name is Kathleen Pryor-Lewis and I am the head of talent acquisition at Steelhouse. Celebrating the lives, work, and achievements of women around the world. The Drum presents Exceptional Women of the World, hosted by The Drum's America's editor, Doug Zanger. Let's start with three questions. What do you think others believe your superpower is? And then conversely, what would you say your superpower is? My ability to listen, read people, and my positive attitude. I would agree with that. I'm a bit of an empath. Okay. Empathy. Mm-hmm. And I, you definitely have a very optimistic outlook on things. Thank you. I, I do. Absolutely. I mean, it's been in me since from a very young age. Is that so. a California thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, you know, it's sunnier. I, out, I did I grow know. up in California, yeah. uh, but I was born in Ohio, so I don't know. That grounds it, right? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting, though, because sometimes when we talk to people, there, there's usually a difference between the two, mm -hmm. like what some people think the superpower is and then what you believe the superpower is. Is there another superpower you think that is additive to empathy? I think it's, it's thinking outside the box. I think it's being open-minded to things and non-traditional for sure. What's something recently that you've realized has been non-traditional? When I talk to people, because I interview people for a living and... Yeah. <laughs> As recruiters, we're always, we're looking at like, okay, here's the job description. Mm -hmm. Here's a list of things that we're looking for. Obviously, you have to have had experience or a background doing X, Y, and Z. But I think it's also reading between the lines and seeing people that maybe don't have the exact traditional background that you're looking for that have the ability to do amazing things and bring new perspectives and bring new ideas and I love that. And building teams and kind of even just looking at where, you know, 
where the weaknesses are and where the strengths are and bringing diversity to the entire group. And so that is something that I absolutely love doing. And I guess you could say it was a superpower. I'd say so. <laughs> What's the most important decision that people and by extension women can make in their careers? And why is that? A hundred percent be true to who you are. Be authentic in who you are. And you mean that, not in that. I do you know, mean we, we that. throw that word around a we lot. We do throw that word around a lot. And I heard that when I was 24 years old working at a radio station. Someone told me, you are so amazing when you sell. Stop trying to fit yourself into a box or be someone or be corporate. Because I'm, I'm really not corporate. <laughs> well, that, that helps that you're at Steelhouse then. <laughs> But I think it's be true to yourself and don't be afraid to take risks because I think we're, we're all, you know, we're all shaped and we're all brought up in a certain way. We're all trying to live up to some kind of expectation, right? Yeah. Either that we put on ourselves or we get from our surroundings. And I think it's really figure out what you're great at and what you love doing. And, and that goes both ways. It's a, an entire process, really being true to yourself and it's a circular thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I would say, you know, take risks. That actually is a good professional broadcast segue into the next question. <laughs> you and I both having been in radio. Yes. What, what does being fearless mean? It definitely means standing up for what you believe in and looking out for the well-being of those around you. And the empathy thing comes back, right? Yeah. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. The, the empathy thing comes back. Being fearless comes back because it's hard to do that sometimes. And people can be judgy. Oh, people are totally judgy. <laughs> yeah. People are probably judgy right now with you and I talking. They, they probably are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to press through that. And, and, it's, and yes, it's hard. You, know, you do. It's, it's interesting because there's no formula for fearlessness. And there's so much nuance to it. And there's a lot of gray areas. I mean, it's not like... You're, I mean, there's a piece of it that's you're fearless or you're not. Mm -hmm. but you can learn to be fearless, right? Yep. I absolutely think you can. I, I work on that with my almost nine-year-old on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's pushing through those things. Exactly. Pushing through the barriers. That pushing through keep the barriers. You from your potential. And, yep. Exactly. Coming up with tactics to kind of help you do that. Let's go to the must list. What is a must do? Must do. I think travel somewhere completely unexpected. Um, a lot of people say travel, but the, travel, the, the little twist here is unexpected. Absolutely. Something different. Somewhere that you wouldn't normally go. Where would that be for you? One of the places I would say that's unexpected. I went to Bolivia. True. Okay. Which I See? A little place in Bolivia called Samipata which was an amazing experience. It was literally a cab ride up into the mountains that took about five hours and stayed at like this little hippie bed and breakfast. Literally, <laughs> it was, it was. Now the San Francisco is coming out yeah. a little bit. <laughs> That's but awesome it's, it's good to see other cultures and experience different things and kind of see how other people live. I wouldn't have expected and feel that. that. Yeah, you know, I love that. That's my favorite thing. That's life. really cool. I what about here it. in the U.S.? Some places that maybe you've been that's because it's it's interesting. You know, we live out west. Yes. 
And so you think to yourself, you know, where's a place that's kind of unexpected? Like right. Mobile, Alabama would be, I'd, I'd be into that, that. I would be into that. I haven't been there yet, but I would be into that's that. That's the one state I haven't been to yet, Alabama. Out of all the states, I've been to every state except Alabama. I actually have not been to Alabama either, but I have taken road trips several times and as a child back and forth from Ohio to San Francisco. That's a long one. Yeah, yeah it is a long one, but you hit a lot of states. But that's cool, though. It is cool. It's cool to see the different sceneries yeah. and experience the different cultures even within our country. Exactly. Yeah. You use the word experience. Again, another professional segue. <laughs> what is a must experience? A must experience, which is on my must. It's other cultures, for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's so important to... It, it goes into the entire empathy thing. And it's, it's just really amazing to just relate to people on a broader scale because we're all connected. And even in Los Angeles, I mean, just seriously, I mean, seriously, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, but seriously, it's, it, you know, you talk about other cultures Yeah. Right? And you and I talked about this. I worked at a hip hop radio station. I didn't know much about hip hop culture. Mm -hmm. I'm a 47 year old white dude. Back then I was a 30 year old white dude. You know, I didn't know that much about it, but it was, it was awesome. It was amazing. And I got to think in Los Angeles, you've got... So many cultures. So many that's different cultures. That's got to be cultures. so exciting and cool. It is exciting and cool. I mean, I have friends from every culture, from every background, and I love that. One of my best friends is Persian, and literally at every get-together that they have, I'm for sure, my family and I are the only people that aren't Persian there. And my other friend who's Persian was like, oh my gosh, you're the most, you're more Persian than I am. <laughs> there, there you go. So. There you go. What is a must learn? Must learn compassion. Why is that? It's again, it's important to connect with people, to to be empathetic, to be understanding, to be open minded, mm -hmm. and I think that it makes things better when you have compassion for other people, and it opens up your mind, and it makes everyone's life smoother. It ratchets down the tense thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. compassion are compassion and understanding different. Or are they the same, and why is that? They're different. I mean, compassion is something that you feel. You're mm -hmm. able to feel what they're feeling. And understanding is just like, okay, I get it, right. but do you really get it? Right. But those two feed off of each other well. They do. They do. What is a question you've never been asked before that you would love <clears throat> someone to ask you? And what would that answer be? What's my greatest accomplishment? No one's ever asked you that? I don't think so. Well, that's why it's on the list then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my answer would be being a mother to my two amazing girls. Uh -huh. That's, I consider that a huge accomplishment. Makes sense. And uh, taking risks throughout my career that have paid off. What's a risk that you, that you took that at the time you thought, oh, this is just a disaster, but it turned out to be okay? <laughs> Well, this sometimes working actress thing. <laughs> this is Los Angeles. Yes. It is. And, uh, you know, it opened up. It really, it was, it was such an interesting thing. I mean, I went through two years of Meisner work and Linklater voice work and Alexander work. And it really opened up my mind in so many ways. It was a great experience for me to put myself out there. Now I found that it wasn't really for me, like being in front of the camera isn't right. really for me. I prefer to be behind the scenes sure. doing things. 
I was I was working at the time I was uh, at Mandalay Entertainment and my office was around the corner from the head of long form television and I would see these people come in for table reads and I was like oh gosh I feel so bad for them look they did a show 10 years ago and they haven't worked and they're coming in to read mm. oh and mm. then all of a sudden I realized I was I was gonna do that and I didn't do that and now I and so I took that risk and it was you know a strange thing to do at the age that I was but <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did you, it but the, you know but you gotta look back on all that stuff definitely as an accomplishment because very few people even give it a shot right thank you yeah. but that's the truth that's the truth Here's where I compliment you. Every guest of the show, we do a little bit of research to find out a few things here and there. Here's what I've learned about you. I have this theory about life and experience, and it's tapas. It's not so much that you're trying different things, but you're trying different things in all of these disparate areas, right? Mm -hmm. So you're in entertainment, you're in media, you've done all of these different things that on the surface seem very experimental, right? Mm -hmm. And it seems because all of us as human beings, we're, we're seekers and especially professionally. It's like, oh, maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to do that. Everyone seems to forget that along the way, what you're doing is you're actually taking these experiences and you're putting them into a metaphysical bag. And then there's a time and a place to open that bag up and see what you got in there and see how it informs what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. You've got a really full bag. And I think that that's really <laughs> cool because I think that it's very easy, especially in, a, in Los Angeles, to get super sucked into something. Mm -hmm. And especially as it relates to entertainment. I mean, let's, let's, be, let's be honest. It's, it's a tough gig. And it's not easy for people to go. But, you, but what you learn from that, I think, is really important. And especially in your role because mm -hmm. talent that's the key word here right yep the key word is talent and that experience that you had before and again you mentioned the behind the camera part of that mm -hmm. i gotta think that you really pull from that quite a bit and you know the nuances you know that you know you know sort of the the ins and outs the machinations of people if they're being sincere or not so i think mm -hmm. you can kind of sniff a lot of that stuff out so i where i compliment you is is that you, get, you gave all of these things a really great shot and it's really manifested itself into a role. And again, the talent thing, mm -hmm. your role mm -hmm. that is probably perfect for you because you're at a company that's kind of gets at it, independent, aggressive, just kind of does its thing and does it pretty darn well. And you're the one that's really helping to shape that. So that's where I compliment you. Thank you. Is that accurate? I mean, do you feel that as though is. do you feel as though that, that you, you got the you got the bag? I absolutely have the bag. Okay. Thank you, thank you, Doug. But yeah. what what has it meant to you? Just kind of knowing yeah. that, that all those experiences. I mean, did you ever have a moment where you just kind of thought, "Oh, that's why." Okay, now I remember that Jack Daniel's hard cola thing. That actually <laughs> takes me back, or because we all have that. Yeah, we all have that. I no, absolutely had that moment. And it was when I, I mean, at first I was like, talent acquisition, and you want me to come and run your boutique staffing agency? Like, I don't know anything about recruiting. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. But I was kind of having like a, a little midlife crisis at that time. <laughs> and that early? That early. Yeah, I've had several. Okay. Um, which is a great thing. It's a good thing. It, it helps you change directions. Sure. And uh, 
when I got in there and learned the ins and outs of it, I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is so much fun. I love really getting in and getting to know people and understand them and understand what makes them tick and what the organization's looking for. I mean, that was the time where I was like, this is the perfect fit. This is my dream job. And it is my dream job. I love what I do. I'm really passionate about it. And uh, it's talent and culture for sure I'm passionate about. Every guest gets a chance to talk for a minute or two about something that yeah. they just want to talk about. So without further okay. ado, the floor is yours. You know, I want to talk a little bit about intuition and gut instincts because I think integrating those things with our brain is a tricky thing. And, you know, I've had times recently, even recently, where I say my brain is trying to make something okay. It's trying to make it right. Like my brain, everything looks perfect on the surface, right? And I want to make this happen because it's going to make everything easier, everything better. But my gut or my heart or whatever you want to call it is just whispering to me. And it's a, really about learning to hear that voice and to listen really carefully um, and take in that feeling and that information and make decisions with everything integrated and everything working together. And, uh, you know, I think there are so many factors in this journey through life and so many outside pressures. And I just think it's really important to keep an open mind and to keep an open heart, but at the same time, be true to what you believe. I know you're looking at me, you're like, gosh, you are a hippie at, at heart. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with being a hippie at heart. Um, you know, and I would say the other two things, the two words that I'm loving right now lately are flexible and kind. Uh, mm -hmm. and you know, I think it's about people, it's about being flexible and learning to be flexible because sometimes I think it's hard to be flexible. I think it's about, you know, doing that and, and really being flexible in everything you do so that you can create a better experience. And the other thing is kind. I was at a lunch recently with this woman and she said the greatest thing to me. She said, you know, Kathleen, I think kindness is making a comeback right now. And I said... Oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> Come on. Maybe that's my positive attitude because right. I, <laughs> no, I absolutely, I, I think it is. And I think it's, it's really important. It's actually, even now in the role that I'm in now, the company that I'm in now, I've, I, I feel like it's kind of, everything has kind of crescendoed to a point where I've hit this really amazing point in my career with the people that I work with, with the company that I work with, because it's such an open-minded place with people being true to who they are, being allowed to be who they are, being open-minded, but people here are also really kind. And I really appreciate that. Much like the must list, we end the show with a little more advice or wisdom. Mm -hmm. What is your last word? I, I know I've, I've talked about this a little bit, but I think it's learning to do exactly what you want to do and being authentic to that. It's important to take time for yourself and to do what you need to do. And, you know, it's funny. I've just recently in my life started saying no to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty amazing because I come from a place of yes and mm -hmm. I've grown up as kind of a, a people pleaser and it's pretty liberating to just do what you want to do and sh make decisions. I think the older we get, 
we really can find, open up new doors and new opportunities and new things and it just gets better. Kathleen, honestly, real pleasure being here in Los Angeles at Steelhouse. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you, Doug. It was such a pleasure meeting you.